Welcome to another dose of Teflon and Titanium. I am your host, Scotty G, back at it again. Had a little conversation come up today in our private Facebook group. If you want to join us, it is Marriage Isn't Dead private group on Facebook. I know not many people do Facebook much anymore, but uh, come on in. That's where uh, we all kind of join up. And uh, we talked about prenups today a little bit. And great topic, good stuff, really good back and forth, and a lot of different perspectives. So just want to add my two cents here. I know it's not everybody's favorite topic. You know, it's a little heavy, but prenups, they have their place, in my opinion, but not always. Okay, so a lot of people nowadays, especially guys, they have a tendency to be pretty uh, – pretty nervous when it comes to marriage and a little bit scared actually of marriage. They don't want to get uh, taken advantage of in the legal system or financially ruined really. And uh, they get a little worried about it. So I want to go over a couple things where it's good and where it's bad. So let's talk about first marriages first. Now the kind of people that uh the statistics say that have the highest chances of having a good marriage and uh, long term is getting married at age 25, uh, highly educated, gainfully employed. These kind of people, they have a tendency to have a pretty low divorce rate, actually. So uh, if you look at the statistics, it's always you always hear the the fucking 50% of people get divorced, right, in marriage. Well, that's everybody. That's a big lump. That's everybody who gets married. That could be second marriages. That could be a really terrible marriage. Like, certain people have higher chances of actually staying, staying together. And age 25, highly educated, gainfully employed, those are the people that have a tendency to make it the make it long term on their first marriage. Uh, it's actually less than a th uh, less than a third actually get divorced if you in that category. So, say you're getting married at 25. Typically, you're not going to have a whole lot of assets at that point in your life, unless you grew up with money or you really really hit something really really good in your 20s. Typically, people are building their life at that point, and you don't have a whole lot to your name. I, for one, had – I barely had a pot to piss in at that age. I was broke. I was just getting out of school. My wife and I met in professional school, so we, ha we had basically a lot of debt. Okay, we had a lot of debt is what we had. Um, we started ha – we had some assets at that point, but when we got married, we didn't have a whole lot. So prenups in that situation, that's that's not a good thing in my opinion. Okay, so – when you, when you, when you think about having a prenup and you actually push that on your your future spouse, that's gonna pretty much start you out on a on a bad note, and it could set the tone of your marriage. And I get why people think that, and they they, I get I get it, but if you don't have a whole lot of assets, you don't really need a prenup at that point because at that point. When you when you get married and you build a life together, you're going to build your empire together. It's it's not his and hers. 
at that point. It's us. Okay, it's yours. It's yours as a collective. I'm a huge fan of merging finances, especially when you first start out. If you're at that age group, you're just getting started out, getting married. That's when a prenup, honestly, in my opinion, is a bad thing. I don't think that's a good idea. It's going to set a bad tone, bad, bad precedence for it's just not going to be a good base for your, your marriage. Now, where it comes into play when it's a good thing is in second marriages. Okay, specifically second marriages. Now, in my opinion, right around eight to 10 years, that seems to be one of the, uh, the, the stepping stones when it comes to being married. At that point, it's the people at least that come to me or the people that I've seen and I've talked to online and in person, eight to 10 years is when a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of the bad shit will bubble to the surface. Uh, you're disconnected because you're nothing but your marriage is just surrounded by the kids. You're always going to activities and you lose connection and bad things happen. Okay. Um, you haven't gone out uh, to eat together in a year. You haven't had sex in a year, that kind of stuff. It's typically right around eight to 10 years, typically. All right. From what I've seen, I mean, everybody's different. There's always fucking exceptions. I get it. We're talking about bell curves here. We're talking about the median and the mean. Okay. That's what I typically see. Now you get divorced. Okay. So if you're in a marriage that's, that lasted eight to 10 years, you're going to be right around upper thirties at that point. Okay. At that point, you should have some assets. Okay. So if you're out of a marriage and you've got assets and you start dating someone else, you got, you start getting serious. That's when a prenup would absolutely be appropriate. Okay. That there is nothing wrong with having a prenup at that point. Personally, I'm 46. If my wife, God forbid something happens to her and I'm on my own and I'm a single dude, there is zero chance of me getting married without having a prenup in place. Period. That's just, that's just the way it is at this, at my age now, now that I've accumulated quite a bit of assets, I have. I have a lot more than I did when I was 25. I can tell you that. And that's, that's something that I'm not willing to, I'm not willing to compromise on a prenup at my age at this point. And we're grown ups. We can talk generally speaking, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be looking for a 20 year old gal to marry. Okay. What the hell would I have to, what the hell would we have to talk about? Okay. If it was that, that young. So Pretty much the person that I would probably marry would be in the neighborhood of about five to six years younger than me, probably max. Okay. So at that point, you can talk about it. It's all good. That's where a prenup would be totally appropriate. She could have one in place for her too. Say, for instance, you cheat, you get nothing, things like that. Totally appropriate. Totally appropriate in my book. Okay. Now, I know what you're thinking. What it is. Prenups get thrown out. Okay, I hear that all the time in the manosphere and and the, the guys that I talk to. You know, prenups they they get thrown out of court. Yeah, that's true. Shitty prenups get thrown out of court. You know, if you Google search uh, prenup.com and you give somebody online, God knows who it is, a hundred dollars to put together a prenup, that's probably not going to hold up in court. Now, if you're if you're a multimillionaire. <laughs> invest in a, in a fucking prenup. Okay. We're talking 20 K 30 K ironclad. This is how it is. 
in an event of a, of a really bad event happening in your marriage, you get nothing. Okay. Totally appropriate. Totally appropriate. So <laughs> I just, when I hear about the, the, the people getting, you know, they get butt hurt about the fact that prenups get thrown out and that's always an excuse. Well, cheap prenups get up, get thrown out. If you're talking to an actual attorney that puts together a package for you, that's what I'm talking about. I think that's totally appropriate. So don't get a trash prenup if you go that route, okay? Get something that's worth your time, worth your money, and something that's solid. So that is totally appropriate. But for first marriages, I do not recommend it at all. I don't think that's a good precedent to set in your marriage, especially when you're younger. It's just that's setting the wrong tone. It's not necessarily a trust thing. I, I get it for guys who think that uh, that they're the one that's working all the time and she's not really doing anything. Especially if you just if she's stay at home, if she's a stay at home mom, yeah, she is doing something. She's actually creating an environment where you can work more and you can earn more. That kind of stuff. When I see that kind of stuff said by dudes where she didn't do anything, she didn't earn it. That's that's pretty shitty. Okay, it's it's a we thing. It's an us thing. It's not a he or she thing in marriage. It is a sh you're, you're sharing a life. You're sharing assets. If you have the mentality where what's mine is mine, that is not going to work long term in marriage. Okay, you need, in my opinion, you should you should merge your accounts when you get when you get married. Uh, there is one legal exception I've learned from uh, from from attorneys that I've spoken to that uh, if you if you have child custody or you, you have shared custody with with, uh, with an ex spouse or an ex even an ex girlfriend at that point you should have a you should have separate accounts based on your expenses of those children because the person that you're going to marry that's going to come into your life isn't necessarily financially responsible for the kids that you had with someone else. So in that case, it's a little different, but you should have shared finances. Okay. You can have a separate account based on your, your child rearing of uh, child expenses, totally appropriate, but you should merge your finances because when it comes to divorce court, they're going to lump your shit together. I, you know, it depends on your state. You know, I'm not an attorney. I don't claim to be an attorney. But absolutely, positively, it's an us thing. It's a we thing, not a you or an I thing, okay? Very, very common thing I see, I see with, uh, with guys and, and gals, actually, that um, the separate finances thing is getting more and more common, and it's getting more and more popular for some reason. Uh, and yes, it can work in a marriage. But it's going to introduce a dynamic that normally wouldn't be there. So who's going to cover the expenses, the mortgage, the, the grocery bill, the, you know, the, the shit that comes up in marriage in your life? It's, it's going to create what's mine is mine, what's, what's hers is hers, and you're going to basically start competing against each other, and you're going to start – it's going to be a source of resentment that doesn't need to be. So that's why shared finances is a good idea. Uh, you do you. Like I said, uh, you can do what you want to with your finances. But uh, from what I've seen in in my coaching and uh, in life in general, 
people people with a happy marriage is it's it's a us thing it's a we thing it's not a me or i thing for sure so just wanted to throw this out here i know this was kind of a short one but uh but prenups uh, very very hot topic very polarizing but uh but i do think that prenups have a have a place and they don't have a place. Okay, so basically the the bottom line in this this little twelve minute thing here uh, is if you have assets, you need a prenup. If you don't have assets, it's not needed, and it's actually it's going to be a negative most likely in your marriage. Okay, so it's going to start out on a on a on a on a negative note. Okay, so why take any more chances? You know, marriage it's it's a beautiful thing, but it is not easy. It, no one says marriage is easy, and uh, why make it harder? Okay? So until next time, see y'all, and be desirable.